Today we have a juicy episode. We are going to talk about billionaire's mindset. What is mindset? It's the way that you see life. Let's remember this. We don't see reality. We see the perception of it. So mindset is the filter that we use to see the world. We are going to check some millionaire mindsets that are going to help us a lot. After that, I want to share with you an advice that I gave to a Brazilian woman. She's studying to become a medical doctor and she's missing like two or three years of university. So she asked me some advice. I believe this advice will apply for many people here too. And at the end, I will drop some extra Uncle Balta wisdom nuggets. So please stay tuned, get your notebook, write down the ideas. And before starting, thanks to the sponsor, inglesparacholos.com. Remember, we are almost March. Instead of going to the prostitute, instead of waiting your time and your money in the university, join inglesparacholos.com. And also, if you are from other countries, not from Peru, you can also join because we do everything in the metaverse, in the putiverso. So we do everything online. And also, join the Uncle Balta WhatsApp channel. You can type unclebalta.com and it's going to redirect you to the WhatsApp channel. Let's start. The first one is billionaire people or rich people. Let's keep it simple. Rich people believe that they deserve to be rich. This sounds kind of silly or stupid, but it's reality. In a podcast that I heard a long time ago, maybe two years ago, this shit changed my life. And Ed Milet said this, If your identity doesn't grow with your career or your business, always you will come back to a square one, to the to zero. And that happened many times. If you check, uh, for example, a lot of athletes, a lot of singers, when they are in the top of their career, suddenly they lose their voice, they have an accident, and it's kind of a stress. Why? Because when we are improving, it's kind of we are killing our previous version. If you are, for example, Juanito, if you improve, now you are not the same Juanito. So your genetics, your body try to say, no, no, let's slow down because this is not Juanito. Juanito is the basic version. So a nice way to counter that situation for me is I want to kill this version. So always is, I want the future version and I'm willing to kill this version. That's one interesting way to approach it. The other is remember why you deserve to be rich. I like to remember the times where I am working while everybody else is scratching their balls. For example, New Year Eve, I remember vividly people drinking in the streets and I was coming to the office to record a video. I remember uh, during summer, January, people, you know, having fun in, at the beach, traveling the world and I was here in the office. So always remember that things that make you deserve all the wealth, all the money but you need to remember because if not we are always lagging our identity and we are living in the past no you are a better version of yourself but you need to remember that so that is the first mindset the second one is that money gives you a voice and rich people understand that i can tell you there is a phrase from the joker that says any bullshit that comes from rich people is wisdom and is reality anything that you can say if you don't have money Uh, by the way, when I say having money, you don't need to have, be a millionaire even, but you need to have some resources. People need to know that you are making money. If you are making money, people pay attention to you. Therefore, if you want to create an impact, because we assume that you are doing something good for the world, more money means more impact, more projects, and more progress between your people. So that's why we need to have a voice, but we only can have a voice if we have a strong financial statement. The other one, It's what I call the pitbull mentality. If you follow my podcast, you know what am I talking about. It's focus in one thing. That one thing and like a pitbull grab the shit and don't release the prey until it's done. 
we can also take this to our daily life. There is a technique, maybe I will expand on this technique on future episodes, but I call this technique the highlights. What is the highlights? Per day we have like three or four important activities. So you pay close attention to that activities and you save your energy for those ones. So whatever else happens, you know, you have a problem with a neighbor, uh, you have a problem with your girlfriend or whatever, you don't give a fuck because that is not a highlight. Your energy should be saved for this important moment. For example, this podcast is one of the highlights of my day. Before this, I was doing like a coaching lesson that was another highlight and I had another activity. So I have three or four highlights that I know. If I do this the best that I can, the full day is going to be okay. It's going to be cool. So let's remember, pitbull mentality. Anything that is not moving you closer to your objective, you should take that shit out of your brain. The next one is always rich people believe that somebody has the answer or the resources that they are looking for. Therefore, having a good network is important. And also, buying wisdom and insights is a must. What is buying wisdom and insights? It's hiring coaches, hiring um, professionals, hiring the person. Be willing to pay the person for their wisdom, for their knowledge. And sometimes you don't need to pay with money. You can barter, puedes hacer un treque, with products. Sometimes you can just help the person in something. For example, I have a friend that when I have to go to Chincha, he gave me a ride in his car. And in exchange, I gave him like free coaching in the way, you know, going round trip. So I charged for my coaching 1,000 soles. He got 1,000 soles for free just because he gave me a ride to, from Lima to Chincha, a round trip. So you get the point. We need to find a way to barter the things that we have for the wisdom or for the resources that other people have. And networking is everything. That's why when I go to the gym and I see people distracted with the headphones, I'm like, these huevonazos, these motherfuckers, they don't understand that one person, if you go to a smart fit, for example, at least at the gym is like, you will find like 60 people. From those 60, one person has what you're looking for. So let's remember that. The next one. It's rich people understand that you don't earn your millions or your billions. You own an asset that represents that money. If you check the wealth of Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, and all those guys, it's not that they are making like a cash flow billions. It's that they have an asset that increases its value, compounds, and now they have the billions on paper. They can sell, they can liquidate, but what, by the way, when you liquidate, now you have to pay tax on that. So most of the people, when they say they are millionaires or, or billionaires, it's because they own something. The question is, what can you own that goes up in value? And if you want me to expand on this part, it's like the best way is to build your own assets. If you try to buy like average assets, average stocks or average options that everybody can access, there is a high chance that the big potential of growing is already discounted. Because if there is a chance, somebody else that is smarter already discounts that future value. But when we have like high opportunities or opportunities that we can unlock, now we have more chance to have a bigger result. And we will check that later in the next point. The next one that I like it is that rich people understand that they should direct the orchestra. They are not the musician. They don't play the instrument. They direct the full orchestra. So many people, they, they, they are good doing something. For example, I'm good doing podcasts. I could say I'm going to just do podcasts, but that is not the way that you take uh, your life to the next level. 
You take your life to the next level by organizing other talents, other professionals. And it's good to know a little bit about everything so now you can give better instructions to people. For example, if I want uh, my friend, este, Mr. Fit, to do a nice thumbnail, una buena miniatura, I need to have an idea of what a good thumbnail looks like. And if you want to talk about really rich people, for example, Elon Musk is not the best engineer, but he knows how to explain his ideas to engineers. Mark Zuckerberg is not the best coder, but he understands human brain and he gives the ideas to these people and recruit the best talent to get the projects done. The question is, what is how the team that we need looks like? Which will be the players that we are missing in our team? And something extra is always find players that cover your blind spots. We want to just clone ourselves. That was a mistake that I did long time ago. I hired a woman uh, that she was also good in social media. I hired a guy that was also good in social media. But what I was missing in my business was no social media, was the rest. So always hide your blind spots. So now you have a better vision of the business. The other tip is OPM. What the fuck is OPM? It's other people money. And that's when you realize that it's important to own assets, but also it's important to control them. Even if you don't own the asset, but you control the assets, you can make money. And why people will give you their assets? When I'm saying assets, I'm talking about people giving you their houses, people giving you the apartments, people giving you their money or their business. Why they will do that? Because you have trust and expertise. Those two are key. If people trust you and people know that you have the expertise to make money, to milk the cow, they will gladly give you their apartment. Please uh, manage my apartment. Please be the CEO of my business. So that's why we need to promote on social media. We need to promote between our peers that we are trustable. People can rely on us, but also we know we have the expertise. The other one is lucky. They believe, rich people believe in different kind of luck. And I, I wrote down this because it is the first time that I hear about these four types of luck. Esos cuatro tipos de suerte. The first one they say that is family or location. If you were born with the right last name, your family have already a business. You know, so that is kind of lucky. If you were born, for example, in US or in a European country that is developed, you kind of have like a nice starter way, right? Because you, you already were born in the right family or in the right place. But even that is not enough. I know many people that they were born in a rich family, but they never continue. They never follow the family business. And what happened next? The uncles take the business, the cousins take the business, and the children, the kids, the son and the daughter of the business owner don't have shit at the end. So that's why... Even lucky is there, we need to know how to handle the opportunity. The same happens if you don't take advantage of the country that you were born. For example, here in Peru, eh, become an employee is not the best shit that you can do. Being an employee is a slow process, but becoming a business owner is kind of a cool deal because the market is slow here. So if you implement things or trends that you see in other countries, you crash here in Peru. So Peru is a better place for business owners, not for employees. So we need to know how to use our location and our family. The second uh, kind of luck is momentum. What is momentum? You start doing something, consistency and improving, and eventually it's going to pick up because you have momentum. Let's say that you are offering a service. For example, 
you are a... Um, let me keep it something simple. Let's say that you're a personal trainer. You're a personal trainer and you are training one person, another person. Eventually, one of the people that you will train is kind of popular. They have results and now more people follow you. So that is momentum. The same happened with YouTube channels, with business. Anything that you do in a constant basis, improving, you will see that eventually gains momentum and luck gets you. Because it's like the person who spent more time in the game eventually will get the luck. Sometimes it takes a little bit more of time, less time, but we need to keep in the game. We need to find momentum. The other one is awareness. What is lucky? Awareness lucky. Let's say that you understand something. For example, you see a, a watch in a pound store, in una tienda de... You get the point, right? Those stores where they sell used stuff, cosas usadas. You see a Rolex in a pound store, and you see that they are selling that Rolex in $1,000, but you understand that the market, the value of that Rolex is $5,000. You buy it cheap and you sell it expensive. Why? Because you have awareness. And I can tell you, in awareness, you will find a lot of opportunities. First, because people don't pay attention. Nowadays, everybody is distracted. And second is because awareness, awareness is not just paying attention. It's paying attention and having the knowledge, the insight. So you can also have awareness, luck. And the last is being unique. I heard this uh, example of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why Arnold Schwarzenegger was selected in many movies? Because in its moments, it was the only one with those characteristics, with a lot of muscles, with good speaking, with that accent. I think he's Australian or I don't know from where. So he had the unique characteristics. So just by becoming unique, you can also get a lot of luck. That's why you need to find like three or four skills and you need to go balls deep because that combination of skills with the deepness that you can go is going to make you be unique. The next tip, but before continue, friendly reminder, I forgot to share. I wasn't too excited today. A friendly reminder, if you want to work with me to buy supplements, Inglés para Cholos, or the audiobooks, you can text me. I reply all the messages. I don't use secretary. I don't use bot. I, Uncle Valta, by itself, with, with my fingers, <laughs> I reply to every person that texts me. You can text me to this WhatsApp, más 51-9890-23986, or also... You can go to my Instagram, Tio Balta, and in the bio description, there are many links, like three or four links. One of them says chat with Balta in my bio of Instagram. Let's go to the next one. That is decision making. They become decision makers, experts. So our life is basically the result of all the decisions that we take. There are decisions that make a big impact and other than no, like a big impact, but put you like in a better spot. Just to give you a case. For example, today, I wanted to record this podcast at 3 p.m., but there was a lot of noise. They were building the, the house next to me, and I was like, it's going to be uncomfortable. So I decided to go to the gym earlier. That was a good decision because now I'm comfortable. The weather is, is colder, so it's not that hot. It's better. Um, that's why the activities that you select and the order of the activities is a must. Most of the time, it's better to repeat the schedule because it's easier for your brain. But sometimes we need to be smart and say, hey, you know, it's better to avoid this problem. So try to, you know, like sometimes be flexible also. You want to have like a military schedule, but sometimes also be flexible. The next one is solve problems forever. Um, what is the opposite? Sometimes when I want to understand something, I ask myself, what is the opposite of not solving problems forever? It's what most of people do. 
Most of people, they wake up different hours every day. How many people you know that they have like three or five alarms in their clock? So if they don't wake up in the first, they wake up in the second. That is a big stress for your brain. Um, especially if you go to bed or you wake up later during the weekends. Now, during the week, you are going to suffer. That's why you want to have a solution that goes forever. In my case, my solution is I wake up 6 a.m. every day, no matter what. Uh, let's say that maybe I couldn't go to sleep early the night before. That, that's very seldom, but most of the time I sleep my hours. I will try to nap during the afternoon. If you teach your body always to wake up at 6 a.m., it's better, it's easier. You wake up like nothing. And there are like a lot of small decisions that distract us. One of the classic cases is, um, for example, Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg always with the same clothes. They say, go to the store and buy 10 or 20 t-shirts, the same, the same jeans, the same shoes, and you always wear the same clothes, like a uniform. Uh, even though that is kind of a good idea, I found also like a hybrid. What is Uncle Balta hybrid for that? If I like, a, for example, I like my t-shirts called Rusty, the, the um, well, Rusty, if you want to say, Rusty is oxidado, but I call it in Spanish Rusty. I like those t-shirts that they are in a, in a discount price here in the mall. So my take is instead of just buying the same color of t-shirt, I buy the same design, but with different colors. The same happened with my shorts and with my shoes, yes, I buy like three pairs that looks the same. In that way, you can change your colors, but you're still wearing a design and a t-shirt that is comfortable for you. That is the second way. That is the Uncle Balta technique. And a third technique that I found out for the uh, clothing is hiring a person. If you have a lot of money, you can hire a person that buys the clothes for you and knows your style, but that is kind of a, a big level. Decisions simple as what am I going to wear today? Where are my clothes? Where are my stuff are going to drain your life? And reality is that problems always appear. It's like you don't have less problems in life. Problems are going to increase. And when you have when you have um, not perpetual but temporary solutions, eventually you need to come back to solve previous problems. You don't want that. That's why whenever you see something in your business, something, hey, this is not going good in my business. Let me try to find a perpetual solution for this, not something that is momentaneous. In our Latino culture, especially for the mechanics in the car or something that happened in the house, always try to just fix it for the moment. No, because that means that you will have to spend double energy. Let's try to do um, just two tips fast before wrapping this podcast. Is what 10x looks like. This is interesting. If we want to make our business grow, instead of asking, hey, how can I make 1,000 soles extra per month? You can ask, how can I 10x my business? Because that will force you to think in a bigger way. I'm surprised that we are 18 minutes. Holy crap. <laughs> I got so excited with this shit. So, for example, how many customers can I take per, per month, for example? In my system, Inglés para Cholos, I realized that Two new people per week is kind of a good number. With two new people, I can organize. Three people is kind of too much. So how can we make two people as profitable as, as possible? That is the first question. The second is, how can we increase the average ticket? I don't know how many uh, customers do you have, but is there a way that you can solve other problems that they already have and they are willing to pay you extra for that other problems that you are solving? Is there a way that you can sell more to the current customers? That's also a question. Is there a, a chance that maybe people that already know you need your thing, but they don't remember that you exist? Can you, hey, by the way, I'm here. 
Today I upload a state uh, showing hey, I have DECA, I have DECA in stock. And my WhatsApp was full because people know that I sell. They need it, but they don't remember. So you need to always, you know, I'm here, motherfuckers, just in case. The other one, how can you reduce the cost of your production? Um, depend what you do, but in the case of services, it's as simple as how can I use more technology so now I need less employees? And even better, how can I have more expensive employees but less people? So these guys can do the work of five people or ten people. Today I went uh, to a to a law studio, una notaria, and it was it was fun because I was checking the employees and everybody was just losing their time, like a small talk here and there. But you were like, these people are pretending to work; they are not actually working. Um, if you go to big chains like SmartFit, you will see. The secretary is working, you know, like like a slave. She's, they really squeeze each employee. If you want to hire employees or if you want to have any project, the question is how can you reduce your cost? Because that will allow you to be more profitable. How can you reduce the price of, the, of acquiring new customers? Acquiring a customer has a, a price. It's not free. The price could be the publicity that you spend, the time that you have to talk per customer. So the question is, how can we reduce that? And the next one is, how can we put more money on publicity? If we put more money on publicity, are we going to have a bigger return? And if the answer is yes, why not do it? And always we have this scarcity mentality. No, I'm already spending 5,000 solids on publicity. Yes, but if you spend 10,000, you will make double amount. Um, I mean, it's the, if you can double your money, you are not going to get that return on stocks or real estate. So if you can double or triple your money, it's a good investment. Um, just to wrap this podcast about rich people, they understand that pain, uncertainty, and constant work is going to be something that will exist. So if pain is going to be there, and I will say pain and also boredom, sometimes aburrimiento, pain and boredom is things that we need to embrace. We cannot run away from that. Uncertainty means that you will not have 100% of the information. Always you're going to lack me some information, but we need to take the decision. There is a, they say the 51% law. If you are 51% sure, take the, the shot. I will say wait until you reach like 70, but, but you get the point. You, you need to have the 100%. And the last is constant work. It's like, you need to keep showing up to the game. That is not going to change. I don't care whatever you are doing. You always need to keep showing up. When these guys, for example, the um, Warren Buffett, he said, no, I'm just taking like 10 strong decisions per year or per every five years, I take 10 decisions. That is bullshit because he's always appearing, doing PR, apareciendo en la prensa, he's doing PR, he's talking, he's moving the masses. So that thing that they just do something, no, they, they kind of work. So constant work is important. But by this time, you know, I could wrap this shit, but Uncle Balta always want to deliver more value. And this extra Uncle Balta tip is, what what do your winner version look like? That's something that I always ask myself. Before recording this podcast, for example, I'm picturing myself, you know, focused, immersed in the podcast. I'm picturing myself talking and I'm picturing my people listening this podcast. I know people that are listening this while they are doing taxi, people that are running on the treadmill, people that are walking their dog, people that are having sex. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's a, that's a moment too. But you get the point. So, it's like, it's not just doing the thing. It's not just emerging yourself in the thing. It's also understanding that your energy is going to travel and reach your audience, your people. So when we have this, this mindset, now we pay more attention and now we 
put more energy. You can have the same. Whatever you are doing, there is someone that is going to receive it. And you can improve his or her life by giving your 100%. Now, you know, Uncle Valta get excited. I get horny with this podcast. I cannot wrap this shit. I have an advice extra. Maybe I will record this episode in Spanish tomorrow. I don't know. But I can tell you this advice. But before, friendly reminder, josevalta.com, suplementos. If you want to work directly with me, inglesparacholos.com or the audiobooks Cómo Dejar de Ser Una Putita o La Eyaculación Eterna al WhatsApp más 51-9890-23986. I was talking with this woman from Brazil. Her name is Laura. And she is missing three years to finish her medical career. As a, está estudiando para ser doctora. So here's the deal. I asked her, are you working your personal brand? And she told me, no, but I, I need my degree first. And I was like, don't make that mistake. That is a mistake that many professionals always make. That is always wait until something happens to start working. In the case of students, I'm going to wait until I have my degree. In the case of when people have a degree, no, I need to wait until I have all my finance in order. Start now. A simple way to start is by showing in your social media that you are connected with your profession. I told her, your name is Laura. Put in your nickname, Dr. Laura. But she told me, I'm not a doctor. And I told her, it's just a nickname. You can put in the nickname whatever the fuck you want. You are not telling people that you are a doctor. You are just using your nickname. If you want to become an engineer, Ingeniero Pepito. You just put it, you know? I don't put, a, in my case, it's Tio Balta because that's my, my commercial name and all the shit. But if I were not Tio Balta, I would be, I don't know, like Coach Balta or something like that. It's important that your nickname or the people connect you. People know what you are, your potential version. So using the nickname is an easy way. Another one is just publish news about your profession. Let's say that you are studying a mining engineer, like my friend Maximo. I told him, find news about mining projects and share that thing. Also, in his career, he know a lot about um, pozos, pozos de agua. I would say in Spanish to, to understand it. So share what is important to know where is fresh water. So all those things about resort, how can you connect the important news with the people? Let's do the opposite that the news outlets do on TV. On TV, they sell you just fear. They make you feel angry on TV. You are going to sell good information to the people and you don't need to finish your degree to have that. And well, I could keep with more, of, more um, tips like that, but you get the point. Never wait until something happens. Always start now. And just like uh, three tips fast, you know, I don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's like after I, I do exercise, I need to keep, you know, uh, I want to squeeze all the sponge, apretar la esponja, because I, I'm listening like four hours, five hours of podcast per day. So first, a mistake, I don't want you to do this mistake, is don't get distracted with uh, broad news. Oh, the stock market is going to collapse. Do you have stocks? No. Therefore, why do you pay attention <laughs> to the stock market? Bitcoin is going to go up. If you already invested, I already invested in Bitcoin when it was uh, $17,000. $1,500 le puse in that moment. Now it's like $5,000 something. It's just, okay, it's going up. I I'm not going to get like, oh, I'm going to keep listening to the news. No, no. Let the thing go up. If you're already invested, allow your invest to keep growing. Don't get distracted. Maybe here and there pay attention, but don't make that your main focus of attention. Pay attention to the thing that actually deliver value to yourself. Tristan Tate, the brother of Andrew Tate, he said this in a, in a podcast. You know, it's, I follow like a full podcast of Tristan Tate. And from all the things, this is the one that I was like, this is the good shit. 
is if you want to fix the macro, you want to fix the country, the city, whatever, always start with the micro. What is the micro, that thing that we do? If I make my customer to have a better physique and be happy with himself, I'm improving the society. If I'm making my people learn English, or I'm at least here sharing the love of learning English, I'm improving my country. So start with the micro. Think in the macro, but start in the micro. And reach that, reach that, I mean Kiyosaki, but was not Kiyosaki, was um, a speaker on his YouTube channel. He shared this wisdom nugget that, I mean, when I heard the shit, I was blown away. I was like, that shit is gold. And what was that information? Was assets are not, you don't acquire assets to pay your expenses. Tú no consigues activos para pagar tus gastos. Then, so why do you try to acquire assets? You acquire assets so those assets can acquire other assets. And that was like, holy shit, that is compound interest that is compound growing your assets my business should exist to buy other assets and those other other assets should buy other assets. so once that you're thinking that now you're thinking bigger and he talked about the the triple combo the triple combo like, like fighter like, like like a boxer is understand compounding that things should grow not linear but exponential understand how to leverage and here i don't want to get too distracted but on leverage is whatever you are doing now, how can you put more gasoline on that? That is the leverage. For example, on my on my podcast, if I'm already recording this podcast, I'm putting all the energy. How can I promote it more? How can I go to more people? By asking you to please spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Balta on Spotify. So how can we lever this? Our own people, other people can promote this. So now you can put more fire, more gasoline on the fire. And the last one is cash flow. Is compound leverage and cash flow cash flow is our oxygen fire need oxygen we need oxygen cash flow is what is the way that we make money every month there are a lot of people that they are asset rich especially i have a lot of people relatives that they became millionaires receiving houses and real estate from their parents but they are asset rich but cash poor so that's why even if you have a house or whatever you have that has is, has value, you need always to have like a cash flow uh, option. In my case, it's my business, it's the coaching that I give. So you, if you have a, a, a strong cash flow, you know how to acquire assets that go up exponentially in value, and you know how to leverage your energy and your effort, you crash the market. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, honestly. <laughs> I will try to keep doing like longer episodes, you know, the, the first 15 minutes, the main topic, and then some extra Uncle Balta nuggets for the people that are writing this information down. I hope you enjoy. Remember, if you want to work with me, you can send me a WhatsApp to más 51 9890 23 986.